Good afternoon and welcome to the Nonprofit Exchange Leadership Tools and Strategies. So thrilled to have you in on July the 21st. Hope that you are enjoying a wonderful summer. Want to dig into a couple pieces here in just short order as we think about the culture checkup here at today's episode of the Nonprofit Exchange. Just a couple quick reminders to help you out as you think about programming here with the Center Vision Leadership Foundation. I want to remind you every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, we air the Nonprofit Exchange. Also, want to remind you that every quarter we've got a new issue of the Nonprofit Performance Magazine. Our June issue was focused on giving for impact. And the September issue, which will be coming out around mid-September, will be focused on embracing your whole community. You'll see information about how do you embrace the uniqueness, the diversity, and the opportunities that various demographics and various parts of your community have for you as a nonprofit organization. Really encouraged with the, uh, the work that's happening on that, the level of contrib contributions that have been coming in so far for that. And just really excited that it's coming around the corner, so stay tuned for that. As always, we want to remind you about the opportunity to join our community. It's a great opportunity for you as a, a nonprofit executive, somebody that's in the space as a volunteer, staff member, or board, to be able to recognize and learn from others that are on that same journey as you. And you can find out more about the community at centervisionleadership.org slash register. Easy way to get into the community, learn a little bit more. We've got levels from free all the way up to a very special mastermind level uh, where you can get very personalized information at just under $50 a month. want to as well remind you to go to hangouts.centervisionleadership.org to learn more about our new program, The Social Collaboratory. It's an opportunity that we're working with, uh, Evaluate for Change, to be able to bring impact to the nonprofit space all across our country as we deal with some big challenges that are in front of us. All right, all that to say, today we are in a, a very interesting and special program. Normally when we think about the nonprofit exchange, it's a conversation between myself and, and uh, an expert that's out there, uh, somebody that we're talking with and, and really engaging from. And today we're going to do something a little bit different rather than having a, a, a speaker joining us. We're going to talk a little bit about an amazing book that's uh, been been in now its fourth printing. Edgar Schein, a former uh, professor of management at MIT, that's the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Uh, Edgar Schein's book, Organizational Culture and Leadership, is kind of one of those quintessential books that everybody turns to when we think about the idea of leadership and culture. So today, I wanted to do something a little bit different and think about what does it look like when we talk about organizational culture. As Sean lays out his, his framework for culture, Sean says that rather than the way that we typically think about culture, he says there's really three aspects to culture, or what he calls three levels to culture. And in his book, he, he lays them out. And the first level is what he calls the artifact, all right? And the artifact includes things like your physical space, the furniture that you use, the language that's embraced in, in your organization, your technology, uh, artistic creations, logo, marketing materials, etc., your style of dress, 
the communication patterns that occur throughout your organization, um, you know, whether whether it's informal or formal, whether it's used through different technology channels, email, uh, you know, instant messaging, text messaging, etc. As well, it's the myths and the stories that undergird the organization. Okay, so what are the, the founding story of your organization? And then finally, it's the rituals and ceremonies that, that make it up. Do you have an annual uh, board uh, function? Do you have uh, some kind of a program where you celebrate volunteers? Those are the types of things that make up this initial level, this artifact level. And it's important for us to think about that because the artifact really shapes the way that we feel inside the organization, whether we're talking about being in the physical space and that feel that we have in a building or, or the metaphorical space, the feeling that we have about being part of or having membership in an organization. So what we really want to dig into is we want to think about what is the feel of your organization, all right? What's the, the culture look like at this level? What is your organization about? Uh, what is it about that that connects with you? What makes you proud? What encourages the, the members of the organization, both the internal members as in your staff and your board, uh, and as well as what about the external members? Maybe you're a, a 501c6, you're a nonprofit association, a membership association, or maybe you're a faith-based community where you've got church members, synagogue members, mosque members. What is it that draws them in and makes them feel uh, encouraged to be part of that organization. So at, at this level, we're really asking some, some deep questions about the culture because if you are an organization, you're at least moved out of the mind of, of the, uh, the originator, the founding people, you face some kind of shift in culture. So day one to day two in an organization you face some level of culture shift or culture change or at least the the possibility of it you face culture shift when you uh, add new leadership or change leadership you add new programs or remove programs you alter board members you get new people on new people or older uh, people cycle off uh, anytime that you seek a new source of funding or you adapt your funding mechanisms, you face the possibility of culture shift. So at this artifact level, when we think about culture shift, what we wanna do is we wanna ask some really important questions. We wanna ask things, uh, ask about things like, what is it about our organizational artifacts that seem out of place with what we desire our culture to be? Uh, we, we've seen before where people desire their, their uh, organization to be very people driven uh, and yet the even the physical design of the structures that we're in really don't allow for for people to interact it's very truncated in our space uh, maybe we, we say hey we really want to have built in this sense of of transparency between us and our, our members and yet we're not building in access and we're not even uh, from a design perspective we don't use certain types of materials like glass that help us think about transparency. Maybe we're built in some old styles uh, where um, people are elevated and, and set off to a side. So what is it about our organizational artifacts that connect or disconnect with the intended culture that you have for your organization? Um, does the artifacts, do they contribute to 
or do they take away from the mission and the values of your organizations? And so here, here's where it gets really interesting because what, what, what Dr. Shine says is that at this culture, it's easy for us to see and to feel, but it's a little bit harder to understand what they mean. So you can think about that new member that comes in and they see what's around us. Uh, do, they, do they know what it means? Do they know what it means that we have certain structures in place? Do they know what it means that we have certain uh, things that are artifacts that are on our walls, our artistic work, our logos, our design? We've got to ask the question of how do we let people know what these artifacts means? This is a really important piece uh, because if we don't get this level of culture right, it's really hard for us to bring new people in because it doesn't allow for people to understand because they're, they're constantly on the outside and not able to have access. All right, so first level is artifacts. Are, are your, uh, your physical space, your furniture, your language, your technology, your, your artistic creations, style of dress, are they in tune with the culture that you're trying to create and to promote within your organization? Now, we take into the next step a little bit deeper. Shine calls this second level, he calls it the espoused beliefs and values. And this is usually embodied in, in some of our formal communication pieces. It's things like our, our mission statement, as we emblazon it on the wall, our values that are detailed in our founding documents, our, our vision statement that might be part of our fundraising uh, piece so that people can understand where we intend to go. These are really big, but but also even beyond just kind of the mission, vision, and values, it includes things like what is our ideology? What what is it that makes us move to where we are? What is it about our goals? What goals do we have? Aspirations as an organization, and also what rationalizations do we make for the world that surrounds us? So you start thinking about step back, think for just a second about when your organization began whether you were part of the founding team or not, somebody framed the situation. They, they made some assumptions about the problem or the service or the product that you're using to address the future. Those assumptions inform your programs, they inform your services, they inform the products that you have. It expresses your ideology, your values, and your aspirations. But how often have you stepped back to address your original assumptions? As your organization grows, adapts, and changes, what happens to your espoused or, or understood beliefs and values? Are you adapting them to a changing environment? Are you keeping them firm to show your intended mission is being held true? Or do you allow for drift? Peter Drucker, noted uh, father of management, uh, Peter Drucker talks about in his five most important questions, he talks about the importance of addressing these big questions about mission and, and, and customer and focus, addressing them just about every three years so that we know that we're not allowing a drift to take place without us really truly holding true to form of what we're intending to accomplish. The question that we're dealing with is the, the, the problems. What is, what is it that's underneath it? 
And so when we think about this level uh, of culture, it informs how we approach our problem. The problem doesn't always have to be our, our big picture thing. It may not just be what drives our mission. The problem may be the day-to-day -day things that our, our team is working with. But when we approach the problem, we approach it with a, a suggested method. You think about a, a brainstorming session. As we sit down and we have this brainstorming, somebody's got to have an idea that first comes to the table. The question is, how do we move from somebody's suggestion to that becoming entrenched? D does the leader just make a statement and, and we just assume that the leader is right and so we follow it? Do we have time for interaction? Does that suggestion fit our assumptions that we've had, right? So we have these assumptions about who we are and what we are, these espoused beliefs and values. But how do they move into becoming part of our, our shared system? Do we dialogue so that we can reach a, a level of, of shared understanding? Uh, are, are we able to test the approach to know, yes, as a team, all of us here are together and we believe that this is the way forward for us? Or is it just the fact that we have some level of what Shine calls social validation, the sense that we've all experienced something together and so we all have this shared framework that we agree to. Uh, where is it that our culture is coming from? Where is it that these espoused beliefs and, and values are happening? The, the problem that we have at this level is sometimes these things are espoused in the sense that, yeah, yeah, that's what we, we all agree to. That's what we all, all have. But is that really the case? Do we really believe what we say we believe? Do we really do what we say we do? Do we really value what we say we value? The problem with the espoused beliefs and values is that they're not always put into practice. You can think about the organization who says, yeah, we, we are 100% behind teamwork. And yet in our practice, we give promotions based upon individual contributions. We say that we're about humility, but every bit of our culture screams hubris. Is our espoused values and beliefs really put into practice? Do we have the things in place that really promote the, promote the type of culture that we want in an organization? Or have we left behind where those things were? And, and that leads us into that third level. This is what Shine refers to as the deepest level. He calls this the basic underlying assumptions of the organization. Right? These are the things uh, that, that really are, are, are practices. All right? They're practices that are day-to-day are, are -day types of things that are ongoing. All right? Our artifacts were there, and those are the things that people can see and they can feel the the uh, assumption or excuse me the, the values and the beliefs the espoused values and beliefs are, are things that we start to think all right this underlying assumption is what we do it's what we do we do these things they they inform the way that we we behave 
in an organization. Now, this is where it gets tough, though, because if you step back and you think about the things that you do, sometimes we do without connecting that to what we believe. Sometimes we do without thinking about how we feel. So sometimes we're dealing with this disconnect here on, on, on a sense of value. So we have to ask some important questions, all right? Uh, our, our Chris Argyris and Donald Schoen were, were two amazing management professors, and they, they brought kind of out what, what is espoused theory or the theory that we say we believe, okay? The, the theories that we say we hold on to, and what they called theories in use. The theories in use are the things that we do. The espoused theories are the things that we think or say we're going to do. There's a disconnect there sometimes. So what are the daily practices that inform our work? Those are present for us. But let's think for just a second. What if our organization is a technology organization? But we were founded before the internet was the internet. Are we still living in those old assumptions? What if we, we have an organization that says we believe in membership and we believe in the importance of connecting members to each other, but our only assumption that we have is that membership contact is something that only can happen in person, and we forget about the online community that we're able to develop? Are our assumptions, are they still accurate? Do they make sense? Has culture shifted around us? Has our organization shifted? Are those assumptions still valid? Because we know at times our organizations have to move and those assumptions have to be questioned, our gyrus and shown they encourage what they call double loop learning or the idea that we have to be in the practice of re-examining our assumptions. And then we practice. Then we learn, does it fit? And if not, then we re-examine. And we continue on this, this loop process where we're asking these important questions and we're making sure that we're moving forward as an organization. So are you willing to ask the deep questions? How often in your organization do you have those kinds of deep value, deep assumption types of sessions where you ask, are we really an organization that even fits needs anymore? Has our culture shifted and maybe we need to address what's the real problem out in our organization or out that we're trying to solve in our community? But I'm going to tell you real quick, that's not easy. Don't go willy-nilly into these kinds of sessions because anytime you move your assumption, you're lacking stability. And that's not always easy for organizational members. That's not always easy for boards. That's not always easy for leaders. We want to be able to have stability. So we've got to build in the safe place to ask some deep questions. I think about churches, churches who uh, they developed a certain mission and a focus, but their communities changed around them. So the question was, is, is the way that they went about being a church in that community was it still a valid way? You can think about a, a nonprofit who met a really significant problem, but that problem is not significant anymore. Do we still have existence? Do we still have purpose for it? All right, so we have to have these tough conversations. 
We have to have these really important conversations with our people, but we have to build in a lead time to let people know this is what we're trying to accomplish. We're not doing it because what was done in the past is wrong, and we're not doing it because what, what will be done in the future is is by in in error, I mean incessantly right. It's not it's not that what one is wrong and one is right. It's just asking the questions of do we still have a purpose? All right. D does whether it's an internal culture piece or it's an external culture piece, does it still have the purpose that it was built for? All right. So really quickly again, we're talking about our first level is artifacts. Question is, do they need to be reshaped? Do they need to be changed? Do they need to be removed? Do they need to be cemented? Is there something that we need to do to make sure that, that those are becoming more formalized or, or vote, those are more part of our culture? Our espoused beliefs and values. We've got to ask, are, are we sure that these are the things that we want to shape our people? Does our mission still hold true? Do our values still hold true? Does that vision statement still look accurate for today? And then the underlying assumptions. Do these assumptions still fit? Okay, do, do they, are they still accurate? Do we have facts that have disproven our assumptions? Or do we have to slightly nuance some of the language to fit what we're seeing as a pressing context? It's really important for us to have these kinds of culture checkups to ask very intentionally these three levels. Do I understand my artifacts? Are my espoused beliefs and values what I want? And are the underlying assumptions credible for my organization? Hope that you ask these deep questions. Hope that you, as you engage your organization, you're able to see the validity and the importance of these as you go forward. Again, appreciate you joining us as always. We, we ask these tough questions because we believe that the social sector has an opportunity to bring true impact to the community that surrounds us. Ask those deep questions. Go to the next level. Encourage your team members, your staff, your board to be involved as you dig into becoming a nonprofit that can truly bring excellence and impact in your community. Thanks again for joining us at the Nonprofit Exchange. Again, I am Todd Greer, Executive Director of Center Vision Leadership Foundation, host of the Nonprofit Exchange. And I'm thrilled that you've been able to join us, thrilled to be able to interact with you as we go forward and bringing impact. Have a great day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.